right, all right. Shake off all the rust. Okay, gang, what's today? It's uh, Saturday, January 25th, and this is gonna be pressure cooker. Uh, it is a one shot here on Featherfall Tabletop. And um, eh, I guess we can do this, all this housekeeping first real quick. All right, our sponsors uh, this fine evening are Skull Splitter Dice. They've got dice. You need dice, most likely. Uh, or you don't need them, uh, but you're, you're going to want them. Uh, and you can also get 10% off if you use uh, Featherfall while checking out. Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, they have some amazing coffee, and you can get 10% off there as well. So head on over there if you are looking for that caffeine fix and get 10% off using Featherfall. Um, okay, we got some one-shots coming up. Actually, I believe the next one is Jen's, and that would be Saturday, February 8th, The Haunted Quarry. Uh, after that, it will be Monday, February 17th, is uh, Genesis run by Cole. Um, March 6th is a Friday, we got the Burning Wheel DM Vanish Zone. Monday, March 16th, we've got the Crypts of Azurum. Uh, that is going to be DM by Chris, and then we've got a couple more coming up down the pipe. So if you want to get into those, join our Discord. Uh, we've got links in Twitch, in uh, Twitter sphere, and all that. Uh, and then just go ahead and put exclamation point I want in, and you could be playing one of these. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and go around the horn here. Let's. Do uh, counterclockwise. Start with you, Adam, and how about you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, my name is Adam Hardy. Uh, today I will be playing Rocky Hillside, uh, Tabaxi uh, Rogue. Um, you can find me um, at uh, at Adam Hardy Bo uh, on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and I guess you can find me on Facebook and stuff. Uh, short and sweet. I love it. All right. Uh, Kestra, uh, can you pronounce that for me, actually? Kestrel Ray. Um, go by Kestrel. Uh, you can find me at Kestrel Ray on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on there sometimes. Mostly Twitter. I will be playing Fiona, a monk. My first time playing monk, and I'm really excited. Nice. Uh, moving on, Ty. I'm Ty. Um, I stream my own stuff at hitchhikerthemind.com. Hitch.com. Uh, Twitch.tv slash hitchhikerthemind. Um, I also am a owner of DM Emporium. It is um, a website for a whole bunch of anything you can need for tabletop and also has the discount code Featherfall for 10%. So come on, stop by. Um, other than that, uh, just here to play a Warforged Barbarian named Fluke who is broken but still working. <laughs> I like it, I like it. And uh, last but not least, Cam. To take us home. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Cam. I'm popping up more and more a little bit. Uh, quickly turning into Featherfall's token British guy, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, pretty much on Twitter, is the place you'll find me the most, uh, at Bearded Baymax, because I give good hugs. Um, working on a few things that I'm not allowed to announce, but you can watch that space for when I am allowed to announce them. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be paying uh, Ava, a uh, Triton Druid. 
best time on a druid, so this is gonna be fun. All right, it seems like we got a couple firsts here, so that's uh. I think we're all first timers in our the class that we're playing. Really? Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Be... be a lot of. Hold on, let me check. Hold on. Yeah. Right, uh... <laughs> Oops. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, we'll join you all as you're kind of in route to this uh, lighthouse, but we'll also, I guess, inter intercut it with a uh, flashback of what you know the meeting of uh, your mission briefing, I suppose, if that uh, makes any sense, and. The four of you are, are sitting in a kind of a small stuffy room with this older looking gentleman and he's, you know, scarred up face, uh, pretty much a lot of salt and pepper going on. He's a little, he's got like the ropey muscle and his name is uh, General Frustration. And you've all been gathered for uh, for showing your skills out in the uh, the streets, I suppose. And he's like, well, uh, I brought you all here today to um, take care of a little problem for me. I don't know if you've uh, opened your eyes at all in the past, you know, two, uh, three fortnights as you've been around the city, but we're getting slowly enveloped by by some fog here. And uh, I'm gonna need y'all to go up to the uh, to the wizard's tower and uh, you know get to the root of it. We've sent a couple parties up there and they haven't come back. So I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna mince facts with you. It's gonna be dangerous, I suppose. Very well. And to let you know, my eyes have been open almost constantly since I have been found. They do not very well shut. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> That's Fluke. He does that. Don't worry about it. I'm Fluke. Yep. Yeah, uh, frustration here. So general frustration. Um, just to be clear, so uh, the wizard is home currently. Yeah, we're not a. Uh... We're not too sure about that. The uh, the wizard Artemis von Tastings he hasn't been seen in a good uh, you know three four decades, so nobody really knows what he's up to. Honestly, we thought he he uh, he had died up there all alone, um, but now that this uh, fog is being produced from the tower, we assume that uh, he's up to something. Yeah, this will be fun. Yes, fun. Are there any supplies that we will require? Oh, I am so sorry, Tide Tamer, Ava, Nectar, Horfrosh. <laughs> you may speak. I apologize. That's going to get old, isn't it? I do not age. <laughs> were you perhaps uh, under the understanding that the folks that you said the first time perhaps were not as competent as you were imagining? Well, that, they suck. that very will be, but, you know, I I put a contract out and whoever comes in, I assume they, uh, they're worth their salt. And that's as 
why I'm assuming you are as such worth your salt, but you know, I'll find out. Is there any other information you can give us about what we're going into? Honestly, I wish I wish I knew more. There's uh as you get closer to the tower, the visually uh you know, your sight's gonna go down to nearly nothing and that's about all we know, because I've sent a couple of my men, and they have not come back, and I am not uh, not a fan of sending my men to die. But you are a fan of sending us to die. No worries, we will not die. We will accomplish your task. Well, I mean, see, it's it's really just uh, kind of a win-win. If you if you succeed, I look good. You get paid. If you don't, then. You know, I don't lose any money, and we just have to find more heroes. Speaking of, how are we going to be compensated? Yeah, how much you getting? Oh, well, I mean, you can plunder whatever you want when you get there, and I'll say 500 gold apiece. What does that sound? The terms are acceptable. I suppose I shall find some kind of use for it. Very well. And you say we can keep whatever we find there? You can carry it out, you can keep it. In fairness, that is pretty much what I did with Fluke, so... Understandable. Thank you again for retrieving me. It was fun. Hopefully you prove yourself useful as you say. It is something I am seeking to do, Titamer Ava Nectar Horthfrosh. He kind of looks over at both of you and is like... running over the math of you lifting Fluke out of anywhere. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Ava was a bear at the time. I was surprised. Yeah, well that'll come in handy, I'm sure. I also am able to carry large amounts for other people, including other people. Really? I'll say that for later. So like, yeah. Why don't I just uh, pop on your shoulders and let's get out of here, yeah? Very well. I shall assist. And he goes and goes to grab you by the waist and puts you on his shoulder. This is fun. Nice. You're very light. <laughs> Yeah, we can, we'll pick up, um, y'all are kind of ascending. It's, it's not, it's a pretty gentle, uh, slope up. The lighthouse is kind of, you know, on the, uh, the you know, edge of the ocean, obviously, but, um, at the edge of the ocean, but on the top of a, like, cliffside. And he was not joking about the visibility. It's, it's, it's pretty much like if you watched Scooby Doo, like it's the pea soup. You could you could cut it out and eat it. Uh, so yeah, what do you want to do? Shall I scout ahead in case there are dangers that would be harmful towards organic people? That sounds like a good idea. Maybe. Not too Perhaps. far ahead, though. Let's think we should keep together. You know, just kind of. Keep it uh, safe. Uh, Are you afraid of losing each other in the fog? Yeah, I can't <laughs> see like five feet in front of me, damn face. 
Very well, sticking together then. Excellent, let us go. I would recommend drawing your weapons. And he pulls his great axe. <laughs> I kind of keep, keep uh, move move my hand a little bit further up my staff and just kind of <sighs> very well. Are we going through like the town right now, or we are we're going up to the uh, the lighthouse, like the, the, up the hill? Uh, we'll say at this point you've already passed through the town and are trudging up the hill. Can I keep a, an eye out just to see? I mean, obviously it's foggy. It's hard to see, but uh, it, like just in case there's danger, just kind of looking around. Yeah, you can all uh, give me perception checks if you'd like. You get the first roll out of the way tonight. Uh, 15. Oh. Seven. Okay. That's a... Two. <laughs> Eight. All right, rolling hot tonight. Okay, we'll say <laughs> it's so damn funny. <laughs> First, is carrying over to these days too. Uh, we'll say, Fluke, you, you get the sense that there's like something else in the fog. You can like. Maybe hear or feel the vibrations of like footsteps around you, and you can also see ahead of you um, a couple hundred yards. You can make out the outline. It's very faint, but you can make out the outline of the uh, the tower. We are approaching the tower. Also, there is other things here with us in the fog. One or many, I am not able to tell. Oh, that's confidence inspiring. You mean other things like like creatures, you think? Yes. Unable to tell how many legs, it might be humanoid or a large monster. I do not know. Alright, well, let's approach slowly then. Just kind of slowly walk up. So instead of like <laughs> hunching down or anything, <laughs> Fluke literally is exactly the same, only he's stepping slower instead of doing anything else. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry, uh, thanks for the sub and congrats, Corey, nice to see you here. Uh, alright, we'll say, are you, are you all, like, sneaking, or are you just, like, slowly moving up there? <laughs> uh, so Fluke is just going to go slowly, since somebody told him to go slowly, <laughs> he's just literally just walking slower. Just going slowly stealth. since Fluke seems to be making some noise for us. Dink, 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 dink. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure like <clears throat> the rest of the party are ahead, and I'm at, just 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 behind enough that I that if anything hits, they they get hit first. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, we'll say for the sake of time, you make it up to the tower. And um, there is not a door immediately, like where you would think a door would be, kind of like facing the town. Oh. Hmm. Shall we go around? Might as well try. 
Yeah, let's check out the back, see if there's a door around there. We can take a look, I suppose. Oh, also, he takes the wall with his axe just ever so gently. Dink. It appears to be solid. Excellent. And then he just starts going around. Thank you, Fluke. No yeah. regrets, Ava. No regrets. <laughs> and are you all, uh, I guess, walking together? Yeah. I'm following kind of closely behind. Um, <clears throat> okay. Not too closely, that way, you know, he runs into something, there's a little bit of a gap. Yeah, I'm still on Fluke's shoulder. I'm just chilling. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, as as you walk around the tower, you it takes a good, like, five minutes, and you get all the way around, and no door. Good. I've seen any windows. Yeah, if you look up, you can see a single window um, about 30 feet up. Rocky, would you wish me to propel you into the window? All right, let's go. I mean, I can also... Fastball special. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I guess this would be a strength and athletics to see if you can grab onto the windowsill. And strength for fluke if you can toss him up there. 15. Natural 20. Plus four. Nice. All right, I... Yeah, see, I don't know how, but you launch him up and you just get your fingertips and you're like free climbing. You just grab onto that and you got a hold of it. Nice. So can I, is the window uh, like like a glass window or is it just kind of a, a, a stone opening? Or? Yeah, it's a, it's a stone opening. So you could crawl in if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to. To climb inside and kind of take a peek around. Okay. Is uh, any baddies? No. Oh, as as you look in, it's kind of just you just see the stairwell like going like ascending up and going down. Hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna start to go down the stairs, thinking that there's probably like a door on the inside that I want to let them into. Okay. So I'm looking looking for like a door or some some kind of way to get my friends inside. Sure. Roll uh, investigation check. Fourteen. Yeah. As you're making your way down the stairs, you don't really see any like doorway. you do trigger like an arrow trap and it oh shoots shoots a couple of arrows like right in front of you. Um, but aside from that, it just looks like if you look down the middle, it just looks like a, st- a never ending like stairwell going down and up. Um, I'm going to kind of turn 
<laughs> I want to turn to Fiona and just be like, he does realize I could have just flown up there and then just... <sighs> I don't know. He seemed a little eager to go, so I don't think there's any stopping him. So I'm gonna keep, uh, so I've realized I've come down about 30 feet to a, like, ground level now, or? No, it, as if you walk for a few minutes, um, you kind of, as you're walking, you walk by a window, and it seems to be the same place that you entered. Right, I'm gonna poke my head out the window. Be like, you guys, uh, it's it's kind of weird. I just walked straight down, and and I'm back here. So uh, it's a freaky circle, kind of weird thing going on. Uh, help, please. Shall I try to catch you? Can you guys get up here? I can. I'm not entirely sure about the other two. I will attempt to climb after assisting the others. Uh, can I <laughs> goes... go ahead and cast Detect Magic? Uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things I can do if you don't want to waste a spell slot. Oh, can you? I can. Three times a day. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean... If that means I get to save a spell slot. <laughs> right. It appears there might. Let me see if there are other ways. Maybe that are magically hidden. And then I'll cast. I'll use my lingering magic to. And you see, um, his regularly purple eyes. Suddenly, they, there's a swirl of orange in them. As and then they kind of you see almost like a like a beacon in the fog. Uh, where he's looking out uh, to to detect magic. Yeah, you. Uh... This whole tower lights up, and it's just like every school of magic in there. It is definitely a magical tower. Yeah, Allow me to circumvent the tower, appearing to see to see if I find an opening. And then he's going to just slowly walk around the tower, trying to see if he can see any openings. Looking up to about 20 feet and down, like kind of scanning as he goes. Yeah, as you walk around... Don't really get the sense that there's an alternate uh, means of getting in. It is a very magical tower. Shall I assist you in entering? Any idea? Or I'll go. How and magical? he goes over to Fiana and he kind of goes like to do the boost and get her ready to throw. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's do the uh, same thing: athletics and strength. I roll athletics. Yes, please. Or um, athletics, or what's the other one? Acrobatics. Acrobatics, whichever one you want to go with. Oh, I'll go with acrobatics. Yeah. Total of 17. Yeah, we'll say that's enough. And you just, with practice, flukes just like, all right, and a one, and a two, and a woo. And you (laughs) fly up there and you grab onto the, the ledge as well. Tight Tamer. Jump in. Tight Tamer, Ava, Necton, Horfrosh, would you like to assistance as well? You are not doing that to me. 
I will make my own way up. My question actually is, how are you going to get up there? Well, let me see if I'm strong enough to climb. And he goes over and he just like kind of crams his hand to see if he can just like force his way up. Athletics? He's trying to gargoyle. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, this, this is going to be a pretty high check, but yeah, let's see what you got. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Oh, no, wait. I got a plus six to that. 18. Yeah, we'll, we'll say you get about uh, about halfway there and like all of the like, nooks and crannies that you might have like stuck your fingers into to like grapple, uh, they just kind of disappear and you slide back down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that was unsuccessful. And I uh, grab some rope. I have fifty feet of rope, and I'll try to toss <laughs> it down. Yeah. Fiona, will you help me pull this clunker up? Okay. <clears throat> We're gonna try to. Flute, just grab the rope. Try to climb up. Very well, and then Batman style, just. <laughs> Try to like keep it steady while he climbs. Yeah, how about uh Rocky and uh Fiata, can you give me uh strength to see if you can hold hold this thing up? I uh, yeah, both of you just roll or somebody can have advantage, doesn't matter. Uh, I got a fourteen. Not good. Let's see, it was miss uh rolling great strength. Oh, minus one. So a total of one. Oh god. <laughs> Oh no. 14 for me. Not a strength. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say um, you make it up at about halfway through, like the, the rope like slides uh, through Fiona's hands, and Rocky, you're like, you have to, oh god, ah, and uh, <laughs> brace yourself really quickly, and you're actually like kind of pinned against the wall as Fluke like just doesn't really realize what's happening and still pulling himself up. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible idea. I would have both of you held the rope, but that is just me. <laughs> uh, and then, Tide Tamer, you flew up, or did you... Uh, I mean, if the rope is still there, I'd rather save a beast shape, but just kind of <laughs> crawl up. But if the, if the rope has come down, then I will beast shape up, yes. <laughs> Um, well, I still maintain grip on the rope, so... Cool. I am a hell of a lot lighter than he is, so... Allow me to help. And I just anchor as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and just kind of begrudgingly climb, like, just, oh, so degrading. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, we'll say, once once you get into the, uh, the window, uh, Everything kind of goes black all around you. And then you're just, everyone is hit with like a very bright spotlight. And you hear some music and you can hear um, <clears throat> murmurs. And in the darkness, like a single spotlight comes down. And you see this guy who's got like jet black hair. He's wearing a suit. Um, Kind of got like these like spooky, like blue eyes that like shouldn't really be a thing. Like just too blue, um, and he's got like this like, this huge grin on his face, and he's like, 
Welcome, our new contestants to The Pressure Cooker. And you hear just like a crowd behind you like start clapping. Wait a minute, wait, what? Oh, what in the God's names have we just done? What like, have we stepped into? Like, oh, and on this adventure, uh, who are our contestants? And he kind of looks at you all expectantly. I apologize. We are currently on a task to rid the town of fog. We do not have time to participate in a pressure cooker. Oh, I'm a, I'm afraid that's unacceptable. You've you've stepped in and now you must play the game. Very well. I am Fluke. I don't know anything about this game, but would you by <coughs> any chance be named Artemis? He looks at you and he's like well, yeah, I am Artie, and this is my game show, The Pressure Cooker. And you hear the crowd um, like applause. How long has this show been running? Oh, good. Uh, ooh, how long have we been on the air, folks? Judges? You hear like, it's like, we've got 30, 30 years. Anyone ever won before? <laughs> not yet. Unfortunately, I will not be able to be cooked. May I still participate? Oh, yes. Oh, this is weird. But, uh, if, if we're in a show, uh, and I'm gonna say my magic word, uh, which is, uh, native, uh, Thelisarin, uh, it's brown. And all of a sudden, I'm wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> and Fluke is already in a tuxedo, so he looks. Finally, you have taken the proper attire. And after all, it is after 5 p.m. You hear like some oohs and ahs from the crowd, and Artie's like, "Finally, someone who's in the spirit. I think the judges are gonna like that." Figure, you know, we probably gonna survive this right guys right uh, unknown I mean, oh i'm nervous i may but i'm not sure about the we rest have of you. to i have no plans on dying here <laughs> i'm uncertain i can die <laughs> i have no evidence to the contrary so i will say i will not He's like, well i think we'll find out today He's so like, uh Adi, was it yes what kind of a game is this well, there's a couple of uh, a couple of stages in the challenges, and then there's a master challenge. But we'll see how many people are left, how many contestants are left when we get there. How about we get the show on the road? And you hear the crowd just kind of, and he he puts a he puts a he's got one of those like um, I guess bingo things the balls in it and he starts cranking <laughs> cranking the thing he's like all right let's see what is the first game and he pulls out one <sighs> shows it to the crowd resistance is futile and you're all bamped to um like the stone chamber and there is an altar in the middle and there are about eight uh, cultists standing around it and they all have like a dagger and a glass of wine and Artie says 
Now this uh this is a solo challenge, so nobody uh nobody help out the barbarian. That is me. Oh no, the Borg are taking data. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And you see the uh, you see all of the cultists start to like slowly uh, move towards you. I would like for you to all stay where you are or drink your wine. Please do not attack me. Do you have an intent? Do you speak? They all crank their heads to one side. Without communication, drawn weapons and approaching is considered hostile. I will return the favor. They uh, take a couple more steps towards you. Very well. Your deaths are on your own heads. <gasps> Boom! He rages and like, see this this flare of magic rip through the f his tuxedo and all around him like uh, they, you just hear like this almost like this weird chorus. There's like chirping birds and and like sound chords. All these like magical effects happening as he goes into his rage, and. Since he has the primal path, it is a wild surge. So I got to roll a d8 to find out what happens. <laughs> Five. Okay, this one's pretty easy. So, and then as he rages, plant all these plants start bursting up over the floor and like surrounding him in a ten-foot uh, radius. So now, um, ground within ten feet of him, um, difficult terrain. <laughs> Okay, nice. And then uh, you see a couple of them are like knocked off uh, balance, but then they, they're still coming towards you, like wine in hand, knife in hand. And so the first one, he's going to run up and he's going to specifically try to just cut the, the hand holding the dagger off with his first attack. Okay. 17 plus six, 23. Yeah, that's going to hit. Perfect. So D12. Uh, four points of damage. <laughs> yeah, as you slice this cultist's hand off, you see it, he reacts for a moment. The hand uh, comes back with a knife, and you take... Would you? How much damage did you say? Four? Or seven? Four. You take that four damage. And then uh, in his confusion, uh, he to uh, use his second attack, and he's going to, instead of attack the cultist, he's going to try to, to cut the top of the wine glass off. Okay. Uh, 8 plus 6. That's a, uh, 14. Uh, yeah, we'll say the wine AC isn't higher than 13. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another 4 points of damage. Cause what again? So. Um... Yeah, we'll say you slice into this uh, this wine glass, and yeah, you take that four four points of damage. And as he gets closer, he tries to grapple you. Okay, uh, I'm going to resist the grapple. If you can if you can beat a twelve. I can't. I got a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I have advantage. I'm raging. Raging. Ah, there we go. 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, it does not grapple you. <laughs> Please do not uh, lay your hands upon me. 
<laughs> and then he's going to look at uh, all the cultists look the same, right? Yeah. And did the wine glass grow back? Yes. It, every So everything that he's done, he's taken the damage for? Yeah. So he, in his rage, is going to take his great axe and he's going to slam it into his own chest. Okay. Do I have enough to roll the hit or do I just take damage? Uh, I mean, yeah, you could probably just roll damage. Of course. Nine plus... Yeah, nine <laughs> plus three, 12 points of damage. Uh, yeah, you, you take that 12 points of damage and... Uh, another cultist runs up and tries to attempts to grapple you. Uh, can you beat a uh, sixteen? Yes, uh, they uh, twenty-five. Uh, yeah, he fails to grapple you. Uh, then he, for the next thing, he's going to try to just pull down the hood on a cultist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, is there anything under it? Is just a. Oh, like pulling it back? Or are you doing like, yeah, a, like, a, like, like a hockey move where you're pulling it like over their face? No, no, opposite. So to, re to reveal them? Uh, yeah, it's you, it, you pull it down and it's just basically like a, like a blank slate. I apologize. You seem to be as I am, but unfortunately you have no control. And then he's going to grapple him and hold him as a shield in front of him when another cult approaches to see what happens. As here, uh, yeah, we'll grapple it out. No, Siri, not talking to you. <laughs> uh, they're they are fanning around you and just trying to uh, trying to get into a window to grapple you. Okay, uh, did I did I grab? So I have the the one grappled. Yeah, I'm assuming you beat a seven. I beat uh, yeah twelve. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not rolling no, very yeah. well. <laughs> okay, so. Um, all right, so then uh, as one approaches, he's going to, this is going to sound very weird, he's going to pick up this cultist and try to hit a cultist with it. Yeah, okay. So that way the thing that he's hitting will be the thing doing the damage, and it'll take the damage instead, so. <laughs> Cultist-wielding barbarian. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I... How much damage do I roll for a coldest body? <laughs> uh, let's just say a, a D8 improvised weapon. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> D8, so 7 doubled for a crit is 14 plus strength of 3. Uh, he's not a two-handed weapon, but I am raging, so I get another... <laughs> God, I just did 14 freaking 22 points of damage. <laughs> Oh lord! Does the cultist <laughs> that you're swinging take that damage too? We'll find out. <laughs> As you swing this cultist into another one and just like slam it into it, you uh, take twenty-two points of damage. All right. <laughs> then uh, he's this, going to. <laughs> is this damage halved or not? Yeah, halved. Because he's raging. Oh. Yeah, is it bludgeoning or magical? Um, I would say it's probably ma well. Just I'll just match whatever damage you're doing. Oh. So if you're like, I think earlier you were probably doing slashing and yeah. yeah. So then he's going to release the cultist. He's going to try to take the wine glass and drink the wine. Okay. Uh, yeah, just roll dex or ac acrobatics. Twelve. Oh no. 
14, not a minus one, that's a plus one. <laughs> yeah, you you take the glass from the cultist and you drink it, and how many, how many, uh, how much damage did you take? Uh, so I'm down from 55 to 34. <laughs> that's uh, all left. Yeah, we'll say you, you gain back half, and you hear like a and a golden key pops up in front of you. I grab it. And then also, um, the cultist right in front of you hands you a salt and pepper grinder. Thank you. And then Artemis comes out and he's like, well, nicely done. I, honestly, I thought you were going to kill yourself out there. It was close. <laughs> I managed to hit them with each other, and that did not work. He's like, okay, well, we'll see if the uh, our next contestant is as lucky as you are. What is this key for? What are these pepper shaker and salt shaker for? <laughs> In good time. We'll find out. And... I believe that the response to that is ew. you go to the next place and it looks like a massive um obstacle course there is a couple of like pegs over uh, a pool of lava uh there's a ladder in the middle and um there's a couple like uh ropes that are like swinging back and forth and you see a giant wooden box that is suspended kind of over the ladder. So say the ladder's like here, wooden box would be like up here, and then there is a key just floating in the air over that away. And Artie will say, and this uh, this challenge has been specifically tailored for our monk. It's called Tread Lightly. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so there's lava and then a path that goes through it. Is that what you said? Out to the lava? I mean, out to the ladder? Uh, it's it's kind of like like stones jutting out of the lava. So you could, you know, hop skip your way to like the ladder if you wanted to, or you could swing over there. Swing over there on what? There's- there's ropes just like swinging back and forth. Good luck, Fiona. Uh, how far out there is the ladder? Uh, probably about forty feet. Is there anything on the ropes, or is it just rope swinging back and forth? Like it uh, looks like I could go across, and if I got hit, it'd just be by rope. Yes, that's what it looks like. How far off the ground is the ladder? Like, would I just be able to climb up it, or would I need to actually swing to it? It It's pretty far up, so it, it would be a, an impressive jump from, like, the, the rock path, or you'd have to, like, figure out a way to swing up to it. Are the ropes hanging down low enough that I could go... Like, are they all low enough I could go out across the rock path and then jump up to a root? Yes. Okay, I'm going to try that then. Okay. Uh, how about... Uh, we'll do, like, three 
acrobatics checks. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting hot in this, this little cupboard, guys. First one's a total of 19. Yeah, say you, uh, you're jumping down the, the path and you are like deftly nailing these rocks and uh, not right, so another 19. Oh, all right. Uh, you get to the, the end of the path and you like flip through the air and launch yourself onto a rope and you're kind of just like swinging yourself back and forth. Last one's a ten. Last one's a ten. Okay. Let's say you hit the uh, the bottom of the the ladder, and can you give me a strength save? Mm. Fourteen. Okay. And as you hit this ladder. It's, I feel like it's, uh, it's on like a, a swivel. And so when you hit it, it swings like you up into the air <laughs> and you're just like, you, it was pretty shocking because you were not expecting it to, to move at all, but, uh, you managed to hold on and now you are on this, this ladder that is kind of like slowly like upticking or sending you up into the air. So the box is on one side and the keys on the other? Yeah. The box, is it just like a crate that it looks like it can get on? Do I see anything of use from it? Uh, yeah, it's just, it looks like a crate that is just suspended in the air by uh, a rope. How far is the key? From you, probably like 20 feet like through the air. Hanging by a rope. Uh, it's it's just floating in the air. Oh, floating. And there's nothing between me and it. No. And as you're kind of waiting, the ladder starts to like rotate back, so you're now closer to the lava. How far away is the crate? Uh, it's it's about the the same distance from the key, but all right, yeah. So it's like if the ladder was flat like this, the key would be over here. The box would be over here. How far off the ground? Off the above the stones? Am I? Uh, about fifteen feet. And the, is the key directly over a stone? Uh, no, there'd be kind of nothing under it. It'd be the key would be almost directly over the ladder if it were completely parallel with the ground, or at least one end of it. If that makes any sense. So if I stay on it, does the ladder keep rotating with me? Yes. 
I'm gonna hang on and see as it spins how close I can get to the key. Uh, if you take a little time, the closest it would probably get you would be uh, about 15 feet. So it'd be, uh, I mean, it would be in a jump. You're about 15 feet above me? Yeah. Is it is the key on a ring or anything, or is it just a key by itself? Uh, it's just a key by itself. Okay, well, the first thing I'm going to try is I'll try making the jump up to the key. Try to just wait till it spins and try to climb where I can be standing on the ladder as it rotates. Where I'm standing directly under the key and try to leap up and grab it. Ooh. Okay, yeah, just give me a. Uh, say an athletics check, see if you can do this. Athletics? Natural 20. <laughs> oh, alright, I think that might. Plus two to athletics. Yeah, you, uh. You're, you're, you're waiting on it. You've got you've gone through the rotation a couple times, and you've kind of calculated the the arc to do it, and you launch yourself towards this key. Uh, I guess semi reckless, and as you catch it in the air, uh, you begin to fall down towards the lava, and you're just transported back near your friends. It's like, already, whoa, well done. That's a Quite the leap of faith. And... I did not think I was going to make that with acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, athletics. Acrobatics is good. Athletics is not. And what are you? And uh, as you're standing there, a little uh, a little blowtorch appears in front of you. And it's like, go on and take your token. Out and take the blowtorch. Okay. He's like. All right, well, that was thrilling. Let's see what our uh, our next challenge will be. And you all are transported to a, a safety deposit room. And there's a bunch of, like, boxes all around. And uh, Ari says, well, I think uh, we know whose challenge this one is. Go ahead, uh, Rocky. This one's called No Deposit, No Return. You did very well, Fiona. Rocky, you can do this. All right, yeah. I've had training stealing crap. So how many boxes are there? Probably 50. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like a bank vault? Yeah. Okay, and there's 50 safe deposit boxes. Um... So I'm just going to walk up to the closest one and kind of check it for traps. Okay. Yeah, roll uh, investigation. Uh, 24. Oh, damn. Um, you sense that it is, like, very magical, but you do not get a sense of... Well, no, I'll give you that. You... 
you look and you see that there is definitely some sort of trapping mechanism, but you're not certain to what extent. Okay. Um... I guess I'm going to try to pick the lock and see what's inside this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll. Roll uh, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a terrible roll, but the bonus is great. Uh, 14. <laughs> 14? Yeah. Yeah, we'll say it, um, it takes you uh, a little bit of time, but eventually you line up all the pins and and you open it up, and there's about 25 gold. But as um, as this door swings open, you hear a series of clinks and clanks, and the roof of the or the ceiling of the uh, room is now starting to uh, collapse on y'all. It's like lowering down. I would hurry, Rocky. Okay, so, um... Oh, Lord, no. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm not good at the pressure. Is it is okay. The game? pressure shall be very real soon, if you are not careful. <laughs> uh, is there anything, uh, like, about any other box that, like, looks different from any of the others? I make a perception check. Nine. They all look pretty much the same. Okay, um, the ceiling is closing down on me. They all look the same. Um, there. Is there anything else in the room? There's just boxes all over the floor. How, how big are the boxes? Uh, they're all, I guess, about varying. Varying sizes a little bit, but mostly around the size of like what a bread box would be, I suppose. And in the center of the room, there is a uh, just like a metal table, plain metal table. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry, the one that I opened, uh, what was inside again? Uh, about 25 gold. Oh, just gold. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to pocket that. <laughs> and then if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die a rich man. <laughs> yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then I'm gonna grab um, another one. I'm gonna take it all over to the table. And I'm gonna put it on the table, and then I'm gonna try to open that one. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Uh, roll. Sleight of hand. Um, sixteen. I'm rolling terribly. Yeah. You takes you a little more time. You crack it open, though, and you find about uh, 50 gold. And you hear the... It sounds like the roof is... Or the ceiling is coming down a little bit faster now. Okay. Oh, jeez. All right, all right. It, what if I give the money back and I'll put the gold back into the other one? You You put it all back? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the, the 25 gold and I'll put it back uh, into the original box. All right, and 
as you uh, you're doing that, and the ceiling is like coming down. Uh, the rest of you in the room, but you're getting a little nervous because you're still there, but you you know you're not really a part of the game. And as he puts the gold back in, the ceiling stops, starts to go back up, and turn off all the crash trash compactors in the detention level. Turn off all the trash compactors. <laughs> 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 and uh, you look. The one that you put the gold back into, uh, it pops back open, and you see that there is a, a key in there. And sitting on the table is a very fine knife. All right, so I'll take the key and I'll take the knife. Okay. Oh, thank Blast for that. Are we going to be cooking for you, party? Maybe. <laughs> there's, hmm. there's still one more challenge left. I think there's another contestant. And um, with that, you're all transported. And you look down, and you're all covered. Or you're not covered, but you're dressed as uh, firefighters. And you find yourself in like a, just a massive uh, library. And, you know, you get that that old book smell and it's it's kind of nice if it wasn't like a terrifying setting um and you look to your right uh avi and you see there is a rather large beetle and it's like bulbous and orange and it uh looks at you twitches its wings a little bit and like shoots out a couple sparks from its butt and the the pile of books that it is sitting on uh, ignite and it flies away. Uh, that was exceedingly <clears throat> rude. And you see it like fly and land onto another um, another pile of books and starts another little fire and keeps moving. So I assume I'm going to have to attempt to stop this thing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> did he give me? Did 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 he, did he give me the name of the challenge, or is he literally just gone? So, Last challenger. After you go. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. It's called <clears throat> fire drill. Yes, oh, I know. Not good. very inventive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this um, one's a real crowd pleaser. Oh man. Okay. Uh, so first, first thing. Oh, hold up. on. It's called Firebug. That's a better title. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. go ahead. That's all right. Um, it's a library. Are there any specific places or books or anything along those lines, or is it literally just rows and rows and rows of nonsense, essentially? Uh. Looks like kind of rows and rows of uh, nonsense books. All right. Uh, I am. Um, I do not have the spells to deal with this problem. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, 
Uh, I've got two choices. Okay, I've got two major choices. Uh, the first one I'm going to do, um, <clears throat> I want to get the bug within 120 foot, and I want to cast slow on it. Okay. See if I can buy myself a bit more time. Sure. Uh, is that a save? Uh, just... It is a wisdom saving throw. Oh, good thing. This bug has tons of wisdom. Oh, that's cocked. That, that's better for you. Uh, yeah, it doesn't save. <laughs> I'm assuming. It. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so uh, it is it is slowed, which buys me buys me some time. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you hit this thing with slow, and as you hit it, like you see the sparks coming from its like back are like slowly coming out. Cool. Um. Are there any glasses or like tables of any like containers of any kind? Uh, I can see. Yeah, give me a perception check. Oh no! <laughs> I that. No, I'm not very good at that. That's a six. <clears throat> Yeah, as far as you can tell, I mean, you can see, like, there's, um, like, a globe, um, a, a, kind of like a big old rubber stamp. You can, actually, you can see a, uh, an hourglass, um, but aside from that, like, that's, uh, the rest is just, like, tons of books. I don't know if you're, like, a, a bookish person or if you're just overwhelmed by the, uh, the setting. Okay. Can I walk over to the hourglass? Is there anything weird about it? <clears throat> uh, yeah, you can walk over. You can make an investigation if you'd like. Uh, sure. Uh, oh, that one might actually be good. Um, uh, investigation plus one. That's eighteen. Nice. Um, it looks weird in the fact that like. The sand is is divided equally, and it's not moving. Or if you look very closely, it's like like you can see one grain at a time going through very slowly. Okay. Uh, Ava is going to go with her original plan. I'm uh, gonna burn. I'm burning more spell slots than I'd like, but I feel like I need to. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and cast uh, Create Water. And I'm just gonna drop it on the bug's butt. <laughs> and I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and just douse it essentially. Okay. Yeah. You you hit this thing with water, and you managed to like dampen the thing that it was just about to light on fire, but the bug itself is uh, uh, waterproof. <clears throat> oh. And it shakes off <laughs> slowly and angrily and, and tries to <clears throat> fly to the next pile of things. Oh, man. All right. So that's like... Okay, so I, so I can make like 10 gallons of water. So if I go ahead and use my cantrip 
to shape it, can I like put out what it's already set alight? Uh, yeah, just why not? quickly, just to kind of pull it across. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that real quick while I've got the time to do it, and then <laughs> chase this bug around. <laughs> okay, yeah, you you're just in there, like hosing down this uh, down the um, the library, and the bug is still slowed. So that's half its movement, right? Half its movement speed, yeah. Okay, so it's it, I mean it's probably about um, thirty feet or so from you. And it okay. is, you see, it's making its way to, like, a, a large self. Ah, <clears throat> oh, I'm a druid. I don't want to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Nature, you. Um, but at the same time, I'm looking and I'm like, I legitimately don't know what to do here. Um, how high are the, the stacks that it's setting on fire? Uh, but uh, they would vary. Like some will be small, some will be like thirty okay. bucks. Because I'm debating whether to just whack him out of the sky. I think that might be my next my next challenge. Not to kill, but just to maim or injure. I don't know. Or just stop him flying. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna cast Shillelagh on the end of my staff. And then as soon as he gets within range, I'm just going to whack him and just see whether I can... Knock him down? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll an attack. Uh, ooh. This could go very well, very poorly. Uh, sorry, druiding. One second. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta add <clears throat> your spell modifier. It's all. It's, all it's a 12, 13, 14. That's a 15. I believe that will hit. Yes. Cool. Uh, that is. Ooh, that was good damage rolls. Well, uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Magical, I believe it is. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you line this thing up and you just crank it and it um oh my god sorry guys it kind of just explodes right in front of it you make, makes a makes a ringtone noise that's interesting <laughs> it, it does some uh, sports sports noises and it <laughs> <laughs> just like blows up in front of you and a, a little bit of like sparks just kind of shower you and as you're kind of clearing your eyes the uh, another key pops up into uh, the space right in front of you. Uh, I'm not happy about this entire situation, but I will go ahead and reluctantly grab the key. And as well as that, another item uh, just like apparates onto a, a stack of books uh, nearby, and it is a. A large metal hammer that has like the the spikes on one side. Oh, is it a tenderizer? Or a meat a tenderizer, tenderizer <laughs> if you will. God damn it. <laughs> and Artie comes out, he's like, Oh, I thought you were going to let that thing burn my whole damn library down. Thank you for stopping that. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I was tempted, believe me. <laughs> He's like, oh, well. He snaps his finger, and you all are back to uh, kind of where you started. And the crowd is, they're going a little bit of wild. They're, they're hemming and hawing, and already says, all right, well, you've impressed the judges so far with your move, but um, we're going to move on to the next challenge, and that is the cook-off. Now, um, you can all pay... I was correct. <laughs> yes. Good good for you. And he gives you like a... It's like a... Okay. It's my time to talk. <laughs> and he's like, all right, gang. Now, um, what would you all like to cook for the... Uh, for our guest of honor. You have got to be kidding me, right? Are there any requests? <sighs> what are we cooking for? Are you actually going along with it? What is wrong with you? Can it be we anything you want? Maybe, maybe if we win, then we could, you know, like have him stop doing the fog. Or maybe we're just in the mind of a crazy man. <laughs> Unfortunately, Titamer, Ava, Nectim, Horfrosh, we appear not to have very much choice in any of these matters. What ingredients do we have? Do you need a hug? Uh, are you like, <laughs> well, you can have anything that uh, you can think of. And he closes his eyes for a moment and... There's just like a spread of of meats and vegetables and like cheeses and everything else in front of you. And there's also like a, a massive grill. And you see that there is kind of a, a large uh, smokestack in front of y'all. And there's just a plume of smoke coming out of that and going up. And you get the sense that this might be the uh, the source of where your uh, fog is coming from. Hmm. So we just need to cook for you. Oh, it's it's not for me. It's for you know the judges. Do the judges judges have taste preferences? Do they have dietary restrictions? Let me confer with them. I mean, let's see, he's got like a little cue card and he's whispering behind his hand. Like, well, I believe he, uh, they, like, oh, no, where was it? Uh, duck confit. Uh, was it, uh, not tiramisu? Kimberly. Yes, creme brulee. <laughs> uh, anything that is of high quality, and um, I, I should have written this down. I had it written down somewhere. Oh, I see. <laughs> Excellent. That is one of my favorites. <clears throat> I, love I feel like I've shot creme brulee. I get to use fire on the top of it. Always welcome. Oh, and sushi. <laughs> Fluke has gone, and he's starting to just grab a um, a duck. He's starting to grab the ingredients from like his his his. He doesn't know why, and he's just going through mechanically, and he seems to know exactly what he's doing. And then all of a sudden, he stops. And... I do know this recipe. 
I don't know but how I do, but I do. So I shall make the duck confit. And he starts going and he's just gathering things and he's just mechanically going through it all. all. And then you see him stop and he's like, What is duck confit? I know it is duck. Oh, never mind. And he goes back to it. And then he stops once more before he's done. He's, he's thinking, How many are we serving? Oh, well, we're only serving one judge, but it's a, a large portion. Shall I make that. two ducks instead of one, as they are a smaller game file? You should probably make five ducks. Five ducks. Excellent. And he just starts going back to it. You see he goes back and grabs the ingredients and going through this. It'll take him a little bit, but he's he's just started doing it. And uh, Rocky is going to kind of go over and find some... Uh, since uh, he heard sushi, uh, he's going to go over and find, uh, like, salmon and uh, and some tuna and uh, start slicing that up. And while he is, he's just going to keep taking a little bit and eating some himself. <laughs> um, uh, and just I slice it up nice and thin and just make a nice, like, sashimi uh, platter, like, salad with, like, sea said, uh, seaweed salad. Let's say Artie's like, ooh, a little taste of the Orient, I like. Yana right. thinks up, thinks about the blowtorch, realizes it's perfect, and goes and starts collecting all ingredients for creme brulee, finds some cream and some sugar and really good vanilla, and gets to work. Uh, Ava's kind of. <clears throat> looking at the hammer, the, uh, the tenderizer, and is kind of looking down at, at before her and at the ingredients. It's just like, <clears throat> probably should have specified that I cook vegan. Let's, <laughs> let's get to work. <clears throat> and uh, just grabs the, the nicest, most, like, juiciest, most expensive piece of meat that there appears to be on the table and just kind of goes for it. Authentic Fey Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because the druid, with all of uh, their strength, will definitely be able to tenderize this. Okay. Yeah, I'll grab that and a bunch of other ingredients and get to work making something that I think is regal. Oh, I understand. We went through the pressure. Now we are the cookers. <laughs> Wait, so you see like the... Wait a minute. <laughs> the hourglass from the library is like, is ticking down. And he's like, all right, like, all right uh, chefs, start wrapping up. Uh, it's plating time. Presentation is everything. And uh, how about everybody roll a performance check? It gets out a blowtorch to finish off the creme brulee. I did not expect to be playing Hell's Kitchen today, but here <laughs> we are. I'm, I'm loving it. Iron Chef. Gordon Ramsay's going to kick my ass. I just rolled a seven. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what was it? Sorry, performance. Performance, yeah. Hey, uh, dirty 20. Ooh. Me too. One. I've made it work somehow. Oh, I don't no. <laughs> Natural run plus his one, so a total of two. 
just, just covering it with salt and pepper. Just like, it'll be good eventually. At least your recipe was hard. I just fucked up raw fish. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, like you, you gotta roll it. It's that's that's tough. That's that's a tough bit. <laughs> Could I get advantage since it's something he's made a hundred times? It's part of the backstory. That's <laughs> you've uh, secretly cut that... up instead of uh, sashimi. It's blowfish. You've just oh, no. totally <laughs> ruined the recipe. Yeah, so, uh, one wrong part of the fish. Fiana and Tide Tamer, like Fiana, you just made this crumb brulee that is like you've glazed it perfectly, and it just like looks fucking amazing. You got a couple like rab- raspberries on top, maybe a blueberry too. Uh, I don't really know what you top crumb brulee with. Usually, I think it's just plain. But wonderful. Uh, um, Ty Tamer, uh, uh, amazingly, even though you're you don't cook with meat at all, you've managed to just like sear this thing perfectly. <laughs> and and uh, I, what did you cook? Is it like a what are we saying? I think I, I I went for like high quality and like regal, so I'm feeling like maybe like venison or something along you, those lines. Yeah, like you thing. made like this awesome unicorn roast, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like the the cut of it is just it's just looking amazing. Uh, and uh, Rocky and Fluke, you guys, you just that you almost made it. The execution, like you put everything together, and then just it, it fell apart at the end. Um, the coffee just. Oh no! Artie's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how the how the judges feel about this one. And all of the dishes float up into the air, and then are just kind of like, uh, just dropped into the top of the uh, smokestack. And the the smoke stops for a little bit, and you just hear like this. Deep rumbling. It's like, mm, um, um, um. acceptable. Oh god, what was that? I would not have accepted it, but it appears he does enjoy burnt duck confit. And Artie's like, well, I guess uh, y'all have won the cooking challenge, so. You're free to go, and you've got the keys. And he outlines a couple doors uh, to your right, and it's like, "Have at thee." I mean, as wonderful as that is, that doesn't actually solve the reason we are here. We are here to stop the fog, not put up with its temporary stopping. We are needing to begin control of this, not as servants to a sick game you are playing. I actually agree with that one. Oh. Um, I told you, I am learning, Tide Turner. You're doing a good job. That was very well put. Well, we Tide Tamer, Ava, Nekath, Horfrush, dang it. We've, we've never run into a situation like that. Uh, I'm afraid we can't stop the, the smoke. That's a part of the game show. It's in, you know... It's a cornerstone. Who is your audience? I believe you are delusional. I think you have slipped into a state where magic has overtaken your mind, and you are appearing to put on a show possibly killing people for your own pleasure without realizing there are no one watching. No one is aware of this show. People outside of this tower believe you to be dead. 
Well, if no one's watching, who are all these people? And you just hear like the crowd roaring behind you. Please show them to us, as we only hear them. Well, all right, it's an unusual request, but we'll do it. And he brings up the house lights, and behind you, you just see just a, a bunch of um, just kind of like mannequins there. As lifelike as Warforged can be, these do not fit the description. Unfortunately, these are no living beings. You are... Sad. I have learned about Sad. It seems to be a condition in which you are not happy, the opposite of glad. Look at them. One sec. Well, they're my adoring fans. They're... I mean, who am I to make fun of the way they look? You have no fans. You are your own fans. Although, if you do tasks which serve others, you may have fans and friends, as I am trying to build with these here. We serve a common purpose and work together. It is something if you consider doing to help others, they might engage with you, so that way you do not have to engage with yourself. You can come with us. Uh, I mean, I haven't left the tower in decades. I don't know where to go. Everyone thinks you're dead. I'm sure if you would stop the fog and come out, you would be, you would be famous in the area. The wizard that was thought dead for years who came back. Just come on into town and we'll roll the red carpet out for you. As long as you stop the smoke. The folk tale turned true. Well, I'll I'll need to speak with the judges. This is highly highly un no unorthodox. There are no judges, and I understand. I too have spent a long time concealed in one place. I sunk on a ship on the way to this place. And that is, I spent many times under the sea, much time under the sea, trapped in a cabin, in a boat with no one to speak to. Until Tide Tamer, Ava, Necton, Parfrosh had come to save me from this fate. Unfortunately, you can get to a point where you are disconnected and removed from what is real. Your mind will help create a situation in which you can survive. I do not require as an intricate a situation as you do. Unfortunately, it seems that your impressive mind has created a much more impressive situation for you. I sustained myself on the belief that one day again I would be useful. You have sustained yourself on the belief that you are and always have been an amazing entertainer. But with no one to entertain, you have entertained yourself. There are others out there who would love to see a show. One such as this. Maybe less deadly. Maybe the same amount of deadly. We do not know. There are many people out in this world who may be entertained by you. What do you well, say? Uh, I guess, I, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess I can leave, leave the tower, but, um, I'm afraid of the smokes, that's not up to me. Then who is it up to, exactly? That's up to the judge. 
is this judge you keep talking about? We haven't seen it. You sure that they're not just another figment of this arena you were attempting to create? Well, um, if you want me to get them up, I can get them up. And he closes his eyes, and the the stack around the smoke slowly starts to just pieces of it fly away, and it begins to uh, uh, reveal a large. Well, I don't want to say large. A giant, a giant, a cloud giant who is just producing smoke from its mouth and nose and like ears. And it stops for a moment oh. and, and looks at you. And it said, We will always produce the smoke. And let's roll initiative. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh. We didn't even get a chance to say it. It's like, we always now die. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, panic, panic. We thought we, I thought we were doing so good. I was like, yeah, we can... No, no! We can friends our way out of this. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. 18. Uh, that was a natural one. <laughs> nice. Six um, um, here. Sixteen. Uh, Crap, I need to heal. <laughs> uh, I don't have any I, healing items on. Uh, I can't help you there either. I packed no <laughs> healing. Because <laughs> oh, I thought god. we had another spellcast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh god. Be... It's okay, we'll just end him quickly. Uh, Rocky, yes, Rocky, that was a six? Yeah. Okay. Alright, uh, top of the order is, uh, Fianna. So you All see right, so... this giant is now, like, pulling itself, uh, up to its feet, and the room you're in, like, it's, a, it's pretty expansive, but this guy, this thing is huge, and it's just starting to kind of lumber over you. Loom over you, rather. How far is it from me? Uh, we'll give you all uh, about 30 feet. Okay. I will cast Radiant Sunbolt. Okay. Total of 20 to hit. Uh, so we'll do it. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That is a one with radiance of the soul. When you roll radiant damage, can we roll any roll of one? But you must use the new roll. So that is a five plus four, so a total of nine. And then I will. Whenever you cast a spell that deals radiant damage, you can cause searing light to emanate from you until the end of your next turn. Doesn't harm you or your possessions. Sheds bright light to 30 feet. Dim light additional 30. When it's present, any creature within 5 feet of you that hits with the melee attack takes 1d4 radiant damage. Ooh. And then I will use... 
When you take the attack action with the Radiant Sunbolt, you can spend one key point to make the special attack twice as a bonus action. So I will spend a key point and do that. So two more attacks with Radiant Sunbolt. Well, that one was a 10 to hit. Uh, 10 will not hit. Somewhere between 10 and 20. We got this. <laughs> Another 20. That will, that will hit. Six plus four. It's another nine damage. And that's my turn. Okay, so that was 18 total damage? Or... Or is that nine, uh, 23? What? How much total damage was that? Sorry, is that nine, and nine, total... five? Uh, no, total of 18. Okay, perfect. All right, um, I guess having you just hurled a bunch of attacks at it, it is going to look at you and strike out with its hands. Oh, come on. Uh, will a 20 hit? Yes. I'm... Assuming a 12 won't hit. Oh, no. Okay. So, how close is it to me now? Uh, it could be 20 feet away, because it's got a 10-foot reach. All right, it can be 10, uh, 10 feet away. I was like, wait a minute. It moved 20 feet. It moved 20 feet, yes. Is what I meant. Okay, and that'll be oh. uh, 20 points of damage. Oh, no. no. Yeah, it's just like, gets up and just twice. I don't think I have twice. much more HP than that. <laughs> Zol Bombad. Uh, and fl Fluke, you are up. I run up, and then I'm going to bonus action rage. And you know, once again, you his. It's funny because his has uh, or his his tuxedo has, has mended since the last time. And then just once again, his eyes start rolling every single color. Then as it bursts out from him, and. An arcane energy enshrouds him, and uh -huh. so you see, like, uh, like the 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 swirling of magic continues to swirl around him. He gains a bonus two to his AC, and when a creature within ten feet hits him with an attack, they take damage e force damage equal to his Constitution modifier, and that's three. So, uh, and then so he is going to make his first attack. Oh, do I? He is going to make two attacks, Reckless Great Weapon Master. So advantage, but then they have advantage on me. This first one is uh, 18 to hit. No, 20 to hit. That's plus six, not four. That will hit. All right, so... Uh, f seven points of slashing damage. Or plus 10, because it's Great Weapon Master, so 17 points of slashing damage. And then he's going to Absolutely attack maxi. again. Okay. 
Uh, 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. And that is 15 points of slashing damage. Okay. This is the point where a normal barbarian would be like, ah! But Luke is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you shall be stopped. All right, do you want to, <laughs> do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's action, movement, bonus action. He is done. Okay, uh, Rocky. All right, uh, so as a bonus action, I want to use uh, Insightful Fighting, which uh, forces the target to make a deception check, and I make a perception check. Okay. Uh, and if I win, then I get to add, like, Sneak Attack, even though I don't have it. Okay, that's cool. Does he beat a 13? Uh, yeah, natural 13. Oh, his no, wisdom a... is plus three. Oh, dang it. I rolled a 13, too, and it was a zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, so that didn't work. So as an action, uh, I'm just going to shoot him uh, with my short bow. Okay. Well, I think you're a rogue, right? Yeah. Yeah, you should get sneak attack because uh, Fluke is in uh, melee. Oh, because he's in... There we yeah. go. Yeah. All right, so I didn't need you to do the insightful fighting, but... Um, okay, that's terrible roll. Uh, yeah, 11. Probably not going to hit. Unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, but then I did take the arrow master feat. Uh, which gives me an additional arrow attack at disadvantage. Nice. Okay. So hopefully this will be better than my first one. Um, seven. Oh, 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh, cool. All right. So then... 1d6. Uh, so eight piercing damage. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you want to do anything with, uh, I guess, movement or anything? Um, yeah, let me just kind of run around, keeping, um, like a 20-foot distance away from him. Okay. Just coming to, around to his right. Fair enough. Avi. Uh, Ava. <clears throat> I see that. Uh, um... Um, okay, I've been good, and I've looked up what I'm summoning. Um, <laughs> uh, I would like to use Conjure Animals, please. Oh, okay. What does that do? Uh, I can summon... Uh, essentially, I can summon uh, a list of creatures. Uh, I can either summon one that's uh, CR rating 2 or lower, or I can summon more than one. That are different CRs. Uh -huh. uh, I've already decided what I'm summoning. Okay, which perfect. Is what I meant by being a good boy. Um, <laughs> I am gonna go ahead and uh, summon a polar bear, which is CR what two. What is this lost? No. <laughs> nice. CR two. Um, yes. Uh, I have called him Jefferson. That is a decision that I have just made this second. Oh, I did. Um. I am going to go ahead and have him... Uh, oh no, I need to roll initiative for him. I'm not allowed to do anything with that. Alright. Uh, Jefferson's initiative is a two, so he goes slightly before <laughs> right me. Right before you? Nice. Excellent. Oh. 
Perfect. Uh, this is good. This is good. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my action. Uh, with my bonus action, I can't really do a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of take 10 foot back and end my turn there. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right, Fianna, you... Uh... How how big is the room we're in? Like how how far away could I get from it? Uh, when I forgot to ask, when Fiona, when you got hit um, by, does he take the the sun damage from what you did to yourself? No, because he's he has to be within five feet and he's ten feet gotcha. away. Okay. Uh, we'll say. I mean, it's pretty big. We can say. We'll say maybe the radius of the room is like a hundred. Feet, so you, we'll go ahead and say y'all are in the center of the room, so you could get up to what is that seventy feet away if you really wanted to. No, that's not right. <laughs> uh, you could you could get away from him. Right, um, there's, will... there's still all, like the cooking stations and whatnot, so you could maybe duck behind something. If I moved further back right now, would he get an attack of opportunity against me? I believe so. I don't know how that works if uh, two people are in his range. Uh, uh, that's, that's what I wasn't sure about. Yeah, if the first person to peel away, he could he could choose to attack them or wait to attack the other person to see if they run away. Um, and then with a 10-foot reach, or you could step of the wind to disengage uh, with a key point um, yeah. if you're worried about getting punched. Yeah, I was trying to decide if I wanted to do that or not. Um... Or I think you can just use a bonus action to disengage as well. Uh, if you're a rogue, it's a bonus action. Uh, uh, anybody yeah, else, fair. it's a... Yeah. Action. Do it as a bonus action on Step of the Wind. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, how much? Disengage or dash is a bonus action on your turn. Yeah, I should that because, well, if he hits me, I did last time I'm down, so I will do Radiant Sunbolt attack again. Okay. A 16 to hit. That will hit. Four plus four, total of eight damage. Then I will use key point for step of the wind and move back I'll go all 40 feet movement that I have perfect alright and now the cloud giant is back up and he's going to take a couple strikes at fluke who is right in front uh, he's got plus uh, 16 and a 23. 23 hits. Okay. 
19 points of damage as it's just kind of slapping its hands around. And, uh, and he'll take three points of force damage for hitting me in my weird magical rage. <laughs> perfect. All right. Uh, Fluke. <clears throat> Fluke's going to return the favor. Oh, he has advantage on those attacks because I attacked recklessly. So he can try roll again on the 16 to try to hit me. Oh, oh that's nice to you. Nah, nah, that's worse. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be honest, you know. Alright, so, uh, he's gonna do the same thing. Weapon Master Strikes. This is a 22 hit. Oh, I'm sorry, let's roll to see if it's a crit. It's not a crit. 22? Uh, yes, 22 will impact hit. Five. 10 points plus 10, 20 points of slashing damage. Woo! Yeah. So close. Okay, so uh, 25. Does that hit? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Da, 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 da. Ooh, yes. 12 plus. It's max damage. So 12 plus 3 plus 2. So 17. 27 points of slashing damage. Holy moly. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're carving. Me. You're carving them up. <laughs> <laughs> Fluke does one thing. Uh, Fluke's a weird thing. He, he's normally he's useless most of the time, other than if you're trying to detect magic or screw something the hell up. <laughs> okay. And as you do that, you see Artemis uh, or Artie appears next to you, and he actually touches the 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 cold giant or the cloud giant. <laughs> oh my god, not enough. Okay, it's gonna take um that's what I was gonna ask, I was like, is he on our side? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, if he heals him we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Level <laughs> five kill wounds. <laughs> <laughs> you see uh just like a blue sheen go over the uh, the cold giant skin, like ripples across, and it is paralyzed for the moment. Nice. Ten out of ten. And then yeah, you see a fluke with all of the crazy magic flowing out of his chest, spinning around. If he just turns. And uh, <laughs> Rocky, you are up. All right. So I'm gonna. Just pop off two uh, arrows at him again. Okay. Uh, so, ooh, natural 20. Ow! Nice. I'm the one with sneak attack. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so then for the first one, it's going to be uh, 5, double that 10, uh, plus the 4. Uh, so 14 uh, piercing uh, for the first arrow. And then for the second, oh, and then plus sneak attack, which is first time was a freaking rogue. I forgot what sneak attack is. Three d six, sweet. Yeah. And on crit, you double nice. the sneak attack too, because it's rolling. Yeah. yeah. All right, fantastic. Well, that was a good roll. So twelve and uh, so fifteen. 
team doubled up 30 points on sneak attack. <laughs> oh man. Hot yeah. damn. Yeah, y'all are, uh, yeah, you run around, you've been running around and, and getting, popping off the shot and you just see chunks of his flesh just like rip off as you light him up with this arrow. Nice. Uh, and I do have one more arrow, but it's at disadvantage. Okay. the arrow master. Um, that's a fun feat. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so that's going to be an 18 to hit. That'll do it. All right. And then... This isn't sneak attack two, is it? No, because I already... Once per turn. I already got it. Once per turn. Um, all right. So then... Uh, another seven damage. Nice. I think... I think he would have one turn killed Fluke if <laughs> he wasn't raging. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's 30 points of damage in there. Uh, or 37. All right, uh, Jefferson is up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, he's definitely paralyzed, right? Yes. Oh, actually, okay. that makes sense. He gets to make his save. Hold on. I may have just screwed up. <laughs> well, he'd make it on his turn, right? I don't know. Uh, or is it when he takes damage? I don't know what spell we I don't know his damage, but it might be turn. No, it's his turn, so Nimrod, he's, yes, he's still paralyzed. Because if he's paralyzed, that's two attacks with advantage, and they're auto-crits as well, so that's going to be very nice. Yeah, Jefferson's going to run in and just messes, messes stuff up. Uh, <clears throat> oh boy, right, yeah. Like I said, good boy. I have the stats for a polar bear. <laughs> Just <laughs> up, ready to go. <laughs> go on, Jeff. <laughs> uh, okay, so the two highest is a 16 plus... That's plus 7! Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'll uh, hit. So that'll hit. 7-7-14 uh, for the second hit. Uh, 14 just hits. <laughs> Jefferson's more useful than I am. <laughs> uh, right, so that's one, right, so 1d8. <clears throat> so that's 6, 11, 22 on the first hit. And 2d6. Four, five, six, seven, twelve, twenty-four on the second. <laughs> Jesus, you said like forty-six damage. <laughs> yeah, forty-six points of da crit damage. Yeah, you see, uh, Jefferson, this polar bear, somehow runs out of nowhere and just mauls the cloud giant and. It's paralyzed, and it's just the Jefferson's just taking hunks out of it left and right, and he dead. Cloud Giant falls <laughs> falls to the ground and bleeds <laughs> out. <laughs> Fluke turns. Good doggy. Artie's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, well. I can certainly say the crowd's never seen anything like that, and they all just go <laughs> wild. Good, good job, contestants. The crowd's never seen anything. <laughs> and he's like, well, what do we have for him? And he kind of already just showers you with a bunch of 
riches and uh, items that he's been squirreling away and uh, creating in his tenure down here and just items that have come from other adventurers who have may have stumbled upon this tower. And the fog has been lifted from the land. Y'all did it! Nicely done. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for trying that out for me, guys. Gang, that was... Oh my God. <laughs> that was fun. That was that great. Was cool. I really no, liked that. I was not expecting a game show at all. No. <laughs> I was reminded... Did anybody read the X Men um, comics with Arcade? Yes. That's I was immediately yes. just like Arcade. Oh, I'm I gotta check that out. <laughs> oh, you're gonna yeah, love it, man! Oh, that's idea. super fun. Oh. <laughs> nice. Well, jeez, oh, uh, y'all did some mega damage there. That was pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this thing once once that last rage in eighteen, it was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> right? That's awesome. Alright, uh, thank you, thank you everybody for hanging out. We're gonna we're gonna go around the horn again and give you all a chance to uh, say goodnight and introduce yourself as well. We'll go uh, we'll go clockwise since we went counterclockwise at the top. Uh, Cam, where can people find you and um, how'd you like being a druid? Uh, I am officially going to adopt a polar bear. I don't know how I don't know how I don't know where, but it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. No, that was good fun. Um, <clears throat> I might actually keep on with this character and start ducking them into some other one-shots. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm Cam. You can find me, uh, at Bearded, as in Bearded, uh, Baymax on, uh, Twitter. Uh, I am also quite often in the Featherfall Discord, so if you've liked what you've seen, then come on down. We don't bite. We're a lovely bunch of people. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, feel free to give your support to all these other lovely people as well. This has been a pleasure. Nice. Uh, Ty, where can people find uh, you? And how is uh, the, this wild barbarian that you've, you've created? <laughs> wild Soul Barbarian is one of the greatest additions to Barbarian ever. I hope they make it official. It's an unearthed arcana, but just like, I'm going to rage and we'll what the hell happened? Love that. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's obvious, but I had a way too much fun playing. Just like I always wanted to play that type of character in a in a D and D setting, and that was amazingly fun. Um, you can find me on t at Twitter. Uh, I, I, also, I handle the Emporium uh, DM Emporium uh, Twitter at Emporium underscore DM. Also at Hitchhiker of the Mind. I have my own streaming and stuff, which I did before I opened DM Emporium. Uh, go to DMEmporium.com for all of your needs for your D D games. And then uh, <laughs> uh, I did put up a Featherfall discount. So if you use the Featherfall just uh, discount code Featherfall at the time of checkout, ten percent off. Woo! So uh, other than that had a nice. beautiful wonderful fantastic amazing time and i'll be back again for the crypts of Azumi with uh the drug sorcerer i was playing uh named maraxiodor so that should be fun nice and i think that is in march yeah it's, a, it's one of them yeah end of march okay uh kestriel ray um where can people find you and did you like the? Did you enjoy the monk? How is that? How is uh, the monk skin? I'm Kestrel. You can find me at Kestrel Ray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I had a lot of fun with the monk. 
She's a character I've wanted to play for a few months now, and it was fun to get a chance to use her. And I definitely want to play more monks and hopefully keep using this character and others and explore more of her story. Do you think your dice are still cursed? They seem <laughs> to pull it out at the end. No, this one seemed to it seemed to finally break the curse with this new pretty set I got from my monk. Well, your, your acrobatics checks uh, nailed it. <laughs> my <laughs> acrobatics was really good. I did your... not think I was going to make the athletics checks, but it pulled through. And the uh, performance at the end, you, I think, would you get a nat 20 there? <laughs> oh, 30, 20. Oh, yeah, 30, 20 to make creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Adam, where can people find yes, you? Sir. And uh, Rogue, do, what, are you, what are you thinking? Um, well, you can find me at on most of the socials at Adam Hardy, V-O, uh, H-A-R-D-I-E. Um, you can also... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, you can also know you can't. That's it. That's my only handle thing. Um, no, uh, the rogue was uh, was a lot of fun. Um, it's it's a complicated class uh, that I'm not super used to. I've I've played clerics. I've played barbarians. Those are the ones that I kind of go to. But uh, so rogue was a little a lot, but it was fun. Nice, nice. Uh, all right. And you can find me at uh, Adamus Lamas on everything. And Tuesday nights, Gods We Know. Uh, Sundays, February 9th, we're coming back with uh, Curse of Strahd. You can see Cam and myself there, and a couple other peoples. And um, yeah, thanks again for sticking by, gang. We're going to sign off here. <laughs> All right. Night, gig. <laughs>